Oh, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Uh, what's going on, Steve? What's going on, Benji? What's going on with you? Hopefully you guys uh, had a good Monday. <laughs> I was over here in my own little world. You have to excuse me. One hell of a way to start the show. I was... Um, you know, we typically start Mondays out talking a little. Oh, can't complain, can't complain. It was a, uh, it was, it was a, uh, it's a nice day. I mean, a little chilly, a little chilly. Fall is here in the in the Midwest. Um, go ahead and do this real quick, otherwise it's gonna be all up in my face and driving me crazy. Um, so. Welcome, sorry, sorry. Welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense. Like I said, you kind of got me, caught me, caught me off guard. I was looking at uh, NFL stuff because, as you know, it's Monday. We talk a little NFL on Mondays. Uh, so I wanted to have my shit ready to go, and uh, I clearly was not. But um, welcome to Nonsensical Nonsense. I'm Glick. As you guys know, I've been rocking this thing solo uh, for the last few months on Monday. So you guys are stuck with me all by my lonesome. If you're not already, go ahead and check out our social medias. Uh, you can do that simply by going to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. It's going to take you, give you the links to uh, Facebook, Instagram, X, TikTok, YouTube, where we go live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m.-ish. And it's also going to give you a link to Zencaster, but you can also listen to us on Spotify and everywhere you listen to podcasts at, all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. Go ahead and give us a follow. Give us a listen. And if you've been so kind, give us a share. Greatly appreciate it. Anywho, let's, let's, <laughs> let's try to save face. Got the chatters box in here going. Ah, uh, Steve, my guy, got, got affiliate on Twitch at, email today. Congratulations to you, brother. That's awesome. Not quite sure how that works or what you need to do. However, um, speaking of the Twitch thing, you know, it's, it doesn't necessarily favor us in the podcast game. Now, we are live on Twitch. Um, we we are live on, on Twitch every week. But um, I was messing around with my Xbox the other day. You have to excuse me. I've got like a couple... Well, I had like two pimples right here, one right on top of the other one, and I popped them the other day, and now they're like the skin's itching, and now I got one like right there. I'm fucking 42 years old. Well, we'll just call it 42 because tomorrow is my birthday, but now I got another one like right there. It fucking sucks, but they're driving me crazy. Anywho, um, I was piddly fucking around with my Xbox the other day, kind of playing a little Call of Duty. Yes, I still play Call of Duty. Judge me if you will. <laughs> um... And I was like, I wonder if I can link this up with um, our Twitch account, and then just game. I mean, I suck. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not like the greatest Call of Duty player of all time. But you, as you guys know, I am a smartass, and I'm pretty good. I can handle my own. And now, granted, I like to play on the smaller maps and whatnot. I have my favorite maps, but I'm not taking it serious. So I don't need to be king of all the maps. Uh, 
Is that Warzone or World War Zombies? Benji. <laughs> Add me. I think uh I think I, I think my Xbox handle is the Glick Show on Xbox. Um I know I think we've got 50 followers. Let me see where are we at. But I figured if I could go on there and I could play a little bit. Um Get on there a little bit more. You know what I mean. Benji to get. Of course, my notebook is gone. Cash, cash. That'll work. Zombies. I think I still have. I think I have that game. What? I haven't played it. The kids play. Um, you need to do your homework. Get your pencil. Do your homework, and you need to write your words. My notebook's out there. You can do it in your room while you're watching TV. Okay. Um. Whoa! What the hell? Anywho, uh, yeah, so, yeah, but give me something to do. Plus, it gives me an extra, I wrote your name down on just a box so I can find it, <laughs> find it easily. Um, but I, you know, I bought the Game Pass for uh, for Call of Duty or Modern Warfare, whatever the hell it is, whatever one I'm playing right now. Um, and uh, I, uh, I want to, because it's Spawn, you know, the Game Pass is Spawn, and I'm a huge fucking nerd. Plus, why not get on there and play a little bit, get on Twitch, maybe get a couple new followers, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and um, just just uh, have fun with it. Uh, what do we have? We don't have many on Twitch. Yeah, we got like 52 followers, something like that. But I... I'm never on Twitch except when I'm on here. Same thing with, with, with social media in general. But I think the only time I'm really on social media is uh, when I'm doing the show. And I need to be better about it because... <laughs> Bless it all the hell. Try this again. There we go. Fucking speaking of social media, it's pissing me the hell off right now. All right, there we go. Okay, we're good. Um, anywho, I lost my train of thought and I was just kind of rambling. <laughs> um, Stephen, uh, I, I know we're right before the show. Yeah, right. You know, uh, you know, try to grow a little bit. And I don't get on there for a long time. When I typically I get on there for like an hour, maybe two hours at the most. Um, but I'm a smartass, and I like to talk shit. My <laughs> my fiance is like, "Who are you talking to? Nobody." Because I typically don't have my headset on. I'm just talking shit. Yeah, she she'll, she'll start laughing at me. Some of the goofy ass shit I say. Uh, but I'm perfectly fine. I don't. I don't. Uh, 
that has happened a couple times here. I also got to get better about following people. You know, not, not the people that I follow aren't always live. Um, so when 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 we're live or after we're live or whatever, so. But um, just 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 a way to grow. I'm already on. I'm already on the Xbox. I'm already gaming. Might as well let people roast me for my terrible skill. <laughs> They'll make fun of me for playing on uh, shipment and uh, shoot shoot house all the time. Steven, I know we were talking just before the show. Um, we do the shows Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, so anytime you're available, just hit me up, man. It ain't nothing for me to drop you a link and uh, pull you up into the up into the stream. If you're still there. Hell, uh, no, could have a. Uh, we pull people out of the audience as we learned Saturday night. Holy shit, that was funny though. That I, I, a part of me kind of felt bad. Um, shit, a part of me kind of felt bad, but then there was a part of me that, oh, he kind of asked for it. <laughs> Just absolute roast session of this poor bastard who. Couldn't handle his alcohol. <laughs> All right, man. I'll keep that in mind. I'll drop you a link uh, when I start to show up Wednesday night. Um, but um, just absolutely poor guy. Like he he came into the lion's den and he yeah. All right, let's try this. Sorry about that, guys. I dropped down. Uh, Wi-Fi is shit. Um, we we wind up doing about a six-hour show Saturday night. Um, and, and and Brian came on. Brian. I told on big ass clump out of there. Huh? You got the clump from around the drain? What the heck? Study pool, mate? You can tell when my kids are home. <laughs> huh? The fucking internet's being fucking stupid. It's already dropped twice. No. I imagine it's going to drop again. But um, no, Brian came in. We wound up bullshitting, shooting the shit. 
And then that random random dude came into the comment section like, drop the link, drop the link. Let me come in, let me come in. And he was so freaking hammered. He was drinking Steel Reserve and Everclear. And I'm pretty sure his dad is his brother and his mom was his uncle. Um, he was a mess. <laughs> but uh, then I just started roosting the hell out of him just because I could. Huh? No, it's time to show. Oh, I didn't realize you were mentioning about the internet. Yeah, the internet is like dropped twice, but it's coming back up. And the only thing I have on the 5G part of the internet is my laptop and the Xbox. But anywho, anywho, we still had a good time. We had a good time Saturday night. Um, but uh, speaking of fantasy football, Fucking damn you, 49ers. I was clawing my way back into a game. I was down by like 60 points. And I had the defense, Brock Purdy, and Christian McCaffrey, and they pulled him in the fourth quarter. Had they not pulled him, I probably could have snuck out the win, but they pulled him, and I lost by 15 points. However, in another league, I am on a three-game streak, and I'm probably going to drop my first loss in the in the uh, podcast league this week. But that's okay. We can't win them all. We can't win them all. But I started the season four. Um, a little, little football recap: the Patriots lost their second consecutive game. Um, by thirty or more points, and I think that that is the first time that has ever happened to the Patriots. Patriots are going downhill. <clears throat> Eagles stay undefeated against the Rams. The Colts beat the Titans. Dolphins got back on track against the Giants. The Bengals beat the Cardinals. Now Bengals fans are screaming they're going to the Super Bowl. They, they don't realize their team still looks like shit, and they played against the Arizona Cardinals, who, let's be honest, just are dog shit this year. The Steelers were able to sneak out a victory on the Ravens, which was tough for me because I hate the Ravens and don't care for the Steelers, but I was rooting for the Steelers. Um, it keeps that it keeps our division nice and tight. Nice and tight in our division. So it's still anybody's division. Jets and Broncos continue to suck. But somebody had to win that game, and the Jets won. And as we said, Thursday night to start the week, the Bears sacrificed Dick Buckus to get the dub over the Commanders. The Dallas Cowboys suck. They got their asses beat. Uh, as a buddy of mine, a buddy, and uh, hey, baby, will you turn that light off for the sink, this? Unless you need it. Please. Um, it is NFL overreaction Monday where we overreact about everything. Uh, <laughs> I think that the Dallas Cowboys are still somehow, some way a playoff potential team, but Dak Prescott is garbage. I don't know when they're going to walk away from him. 
I don't know why they keep sticking by his side. The dude has just proven himself to be absolutely freaking worthless and cannot play in high-pressure games. But um, I think every you know everybody, everybody wins when the Cowboys lose at the end of the day. <laughs> But I will say the shocker, probably the biggest shocker for me all weekend was the Jaguars taking it to Buffalo out in London uh, Sunday morning. Come on, Buffalo. You're supposed to be the best team in the AFC. Nobody can beat you. You're the best. But you've lost to the Jags and the Jets so far this season. Overrated, overhyped, or just jet lagged and maybe a little fatigued from the trip out there. Mm, lots of uh, variables there for the uh, for the uh, Buffalo Bills. I was happy for the Jags. I like uh, you know I like Calvin Ridley. I should have started Calvin Ridley. I should have started Cooper Cup. But uh, who would have thought that Justin Jefferson was going to get hurt and only get five fucking points in fantasy football? <laughs> but um. I'm over, I'm over, you know, I've got a couple friends. I don't have anything against the Buffalo Bills, you know, and I have nothing against, I've got a couple friends that are Bills fans, but they're football fans. But the overwhelming majority of Buffalo fans are just kind of fucking obnoxious. We get it, Bills Mafia, we get it. You guys have had a couple good seasons since you got Diggs and Allen, we get it. We still haven't made a Super Bowl. And you still hold the record for making a Super Bowl four years in a row and losing four years in a row. So, <laughs> and I know my fan base can be somewhat obnoxious from time to time, but and it's kind of like the Ohio State Buckeye fan base. Those are about the most obnoxious motherfuckers in college football. It's the only team that I that, that I can think of, the only fan base I can think of off the top of my head, that when they win, they still want to fire their head coach, their team sucks, the defense sucks, you want to burn the damn college down, everything else, and they won. Convincingly. I mean, they played a tough team, and they beat them pretty good. Yet they still want to fire everything and burn the whole place to the ground. Anywho, injuries are running amok in the NFL still. I am not looking forward to next Sunday because the Browns, unfortunately, have to play that buzzsaw known as the San Francisco 49ers. And let's be honest, the San Francisco 49ers are hands down the best team in the NFL right now across the board. Offensively, they're firing on all cylinders. And defensively, they can't be stopped, man. They're doing whatever they fucking want to these opposing offenses. You know, I think our defense in Cleveland can, you know, step up to the San Francisco 49ers. But... Our offense is going to take an ass whooping too from their defense, but we'll see what happens. I'm looking for a complete blowout, a complete ass whooping. Uh, you know, 
what any given Sunday, any given Sunday, uh, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, I told my buddy who's a Carolina Panthers fan, he, uh, he, he made a post making fun of the Dallas Cowboys. And I said, uh, Hey bro, uh, those who live in glass houses should not throw rocks, especially when your team's 0-5. And, and the way they're going right now, potentially going to beat the Browns record of 0-16 when they go 0-17 this season. I had to, I got to pay attention, speaking of fantasy football, because I have, where the hell is he at? And that's what I was worried about. So, God bless it, son of a bitch. And line up and move him and put in AJ Dillon. There we go. Hopefully, AJ Dillon will go off tonight because <laughs> Jones is out. There we go. Anyways, I had to make one move. Uh, on my league, and I just happened to look at the clock and go, are these guys fucking going to tell us if he's in or out yet? Um, anyways, uh, we'll move on from football unless uh, you guys bring it back up again. Um, I hope you all, if you're in the States, you got your Powerball ticket for tonight. Uh, $1.55 billion is the, uh, is the uh, jackpot for tonight. And that's got a cash option, a cash option value of uh, just shy of six hundred and eighty million dollars. So we'll say you get three hundred and forty million after taxes. You know, roughly given give or take, which is crazy to me. We talked about that on Saturday, and that still blows my mind. The lottery is one point five million billion. Sorry, the cash option is six hundred and seventy nine, just shy of eighty million. You get a little more than half of it back. Where does that other half go? Because I thought I was always under the impression that that half, when you took the cash option, went to taxes. Uh, you know, we learn something new every day, and I just learned just recently, no, that it doesn't. And that your cash option, they still tax that. So, you know, $1.55 billion uh, lottery basically boils down to three, we'll say, we'll, we'll say a, a cool 350 mil, which I'm not going to bat an eye at, trust me, trust me, but still, it's a little, uh, a little suspect. Somebody else that's got the, uh, that that's in the end. Need some uh, somebody that's in the lottery world that works in the lottery world. Um, I, don't know, look, I had something here. 
God, I'm so tired of hearing that dumb shit every fucking Columbus day. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, as we all know, you know, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have been taking over the football world. Well, the Detroit Lions decided to uh, take a dig. Um, Eminem was in attendance in his box or whatever that he has at uh, Ford Field or Lions Stadium or whatever the hell they call it these days. <laughs> and they decided to post a picture of uh, Eminem and, and Taylor Swift side by side. And below Taylor Swift's picture was um, 12-time Grammy winner. And then Bolo M's was a 15-time Grammy winner. But to my question I asked, where was M at when the Detroit Lions sucked? You're, you're jumping on the bandwagon, brother? I mean, come on. Come on. Don't be that guy. Don't be fair weather guy, M. That's the only thing I can say against you, man. One of my favorite rappers, but as a sports fan and a sports guy, come on, dude. Where were you when they were losing? Now all of a sudden they're winning. Now all of a sudden they got a team. Now all of a sudden they might be legit and have a chance to win that division or that conference. Now you want to show up? <laughs> Shit, if I had M's money, I'd have been at every Browns game, home game, even when they were going 0-16. I'd have still been there. That's just I'm really trying to avoid the obvious with this whole Israel situation. What a fucked up situation, man. And the only reason I'm trying to avoid the obvious by it is because I'm not very educated in the situation. I just know that all hell is breaking loose and Israel has declared war. And uh, once again, they're throwing around that this could be the beginning of World War Three. everybody. Um. <sighs> And <laughs> I heard, I heard <laughs> one of the shows I talked to, I heard that um, the scenario that it was compared to this, this attack in, uh, in, um, uh, what was it, in Gaza, close to the Gaza Strip or whatever, that Hamas pulled off was similar to the, uh, the storyline and the plot of, uh, of uh, Red Dawn. Uh, it just showed up and fucking attacked, man. I'm like, damn, all right, well, are the bunch of ragtag, is a ragtag bunch of high schoolers going to take out, take them out? Uh, not trying to sound bad, but Islam is barbaric. I don't think that's breaking news or, or or uh, controversial or anything like that. I, I think that their ways we, you know, we've known for years that they're, you know, they're still kind of stuck in the uh, Stone Age and, 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 and some of their ideals and the way they think and stuff like that aren't necessarily um, the greatest 
opinions to have at the end of the day. Most things I say on here could be considered something phobic. <laughs> um, I just, like I said, I'm not going to speak too much on it other than the fact that, wow, it was kind of crazy. And, and, you know, definitely um, uh, unexpected and, and, and kind of came out of nowhere, the, the attack and everything like that. But um, I think it's it's like I said. I think it's very well known that their beliefs and and and, and ideals and the way they uh, do certain things are not up to par with the rest of the world and considered quote unquote barbaric or inhumane or just downright absolutely fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> but. That's how they choose to operate um, in their beliefs and, and, and in their 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 countries. Not saying it's right or wrong, but again, I'll say it again like I've said it before. We need to stop worrying about everybody else's house and fix our house here in America. <laughs> Let them sort their own shit out. We got to fix our house. We got to fix our backyard. We got to take care of our shit. And that's just my scapegoat way of saying, because again, I'm, I am not the smartest man in the world and I don't follow politics and, and this, that, and the other thing. Um, Like uh, like other people do, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it sucks at the end of the day, Bummer. Uh, I think... What are you doing? Hey, come here. Turn that light off. Right now. Hey. Um, it's definitely noticeable. It's not as bad as it was during COVID. I mean, stuff kind of came down a little bit, but I mean, at one point in time, a dozen eggs were like six bucks. Milk was up to seven, eight bucks. I think it's come down. I mean, gas is fucking brutal, but you know, that's uh, <laughs> why I, I drive the car I drive. And no, I don't drive an EV. I don't drive a hybrid or anything like that. But, you know, I have an SUV with a four-cylinder in it. So you know, good, good gas mileage and, um, and and it's efficient. So, and, you know, I do a lot of driving back and forth for work and stuff like that. So, um, but. Plumber, um, if you don't mind me asking, where where are you from, or wh what country are you in? I'm assuming you're not in the states, but um, it's I know this is kind of a 
easy way out or I don't know, maybe not the right answer people want to hear when you ask about inflation and stuff like that. Um, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. I mean, unfortunately, it's stuff that's a necessity. It's stuff that we have to have. I mean, grit, grit and bear it, I guess. Oh, yeah, well, that's the name of the game for politicians. You know, let's be honest. Uh, when it comes to politicians, they look out for their pocket, and that's all they look out for. They, You know, once upon a time, there was a time when when our politicians and our government worked for us. You know, it's been a long, long-ass time ago, and that's initially what they were designed to do. But now anymore, they're looking out for themselves. I mean, that's why you have... Uh, you know, people who House of Representatives whose salary is $60,000 a year but are millionaires and live in multi-million dollar mansions and drive $400,000 cars <laughs> and go on all these ridiculous vacations and stuff like that because at the end of the day, they're there. They, and then there's no term limits on people like that, senators and shit like that or whatever, and, and, and just continue to milk the American people for every penny they can get and from what from my understanding it's not much better over there for you guys i got a couple friends over there and they, it's not much better over there but you know again at the end of the day what the hell am i gonna do i can vote for whoever tells the best lies that that i like but you know at the end of the day they're gonna look out for their look out for themselves and look out for their pockets so that's what it is at the end of the day. That's why you guys need to vote Glick 2028. Because I'm firing all them sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as I was say, it's not much different, over, uh, you know, over there, unfortunately. You know, Glick 2028. I'm firing all them sons of bitches. Taking them all out. Getting rid of them. For the people. By the people. Once again. <laughs> this fucking world wouldn't know what the hell to do if I became president. Fuck, I wouldn't know what to do. But I'm sure as shit trying to fucking get rid of as many of them goddamn sons of bitches that I could. <laughs> Fucking Pootie wants old, old Vladdy McPooterston wants to get a little froggy. Be like, all right, bitch, let's see who's faster. We're gonna do this old West style, sunshine. Oh, who's faster on the draw, big boy? <laughs> you wanna fuck around and find out? Let's <laughs> put, put a good old boy. <laughs> fuck, I'll come to Russia and smack you right in your cocksucker. You better shut the fuck up, Putin. You ain't gonna do shit. You too. Kim Young or Kim Jong or whatever the hell your name is in Korea. We really would go to World War III if I was in office. That's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. That's bad on my part. <laughs> but now it's tough. I mean, even even when people, you know, even even when candidates and and and, and you know senators and and this that and the other thing have the best of intentions when they initially get started, uh, you know, at the end of the day. That's not how it works. Um, and it doesn't take long. Money talks and bullshit walks. 
And it doesn't take long for, for even somebody with the best of intentions to, uh, when they don't even plan on it, become corrupt, and if you want to call it that, and start looking out for number one themselves in that pocketbook because everybody loves a fat pocketbook. That is for sure. Ain't nobody turning down a big fat pocketbook. Shit. That's the name of the game. Chasing that money. Man. There's a lot of shit going on in this world, and, and, and they keep throwing that. They keep throwing that. To, man, it's all comfortable here. It's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> uh, you know, they keep throwing that around, World War Three, this, World War Three, that. They said it when uh, when old Pootie Pants decided to go over and, 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 and start shit with the Ukraine. Uh, we're on the verge of World War III. Even before that, when 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 Trump got into office, Trump's going to lead us to World War III because he's a this, he's a that, he's a blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, our country is in the best shape that it's been in in a long fucking time. Those four years that Trump was in office. Um, and now with this whole um, Hamas and Israel thing, World War III. World War Three, y'all. Just waiting for the 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 the, the South is apparently still going to rise again, so maybe that'll happen. Maybe the the rise of the um, Nazi Party again. Maybe fucking the Antichrist. Hell, I don't fucking know at this point. Jesus, just turn on the goddamn local news, and they're going to tell you all the terrible, horrible things you want to fucking hear. I don't fucking know. I don't understand half of it. I'm just trying to keep it to my damn self. <laughs> don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with my, my people and just let me do my thing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's a, it's a game. Um, up there in, 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 the, in the political world, it's it's a game that they play, and it's a game of uh, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. I'm going to do you this favor, just, you know, like old school mafia or, or mob tactics type deal. You want a favor, and, you know, I'm going to do a favor for you, but down the road, I'm going to come to you, and you're going you're gonna to owe me a favor type deal, you know what I mean? Um and that's it's 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 just an endless cycle. It's it's an endless, vicious cycle of um, lies and deceit and 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 you know, I hate to I hate to use the word corruption because it's kind of thrown around so much and you know not necessarily every single person is corrupt, but in a way they are. Um, but I mean that's been going on for for yeah 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 years. Uh, I mean, you look at Nixon and you you look at, uh, you know, the whole situation with JFK and, and, and then, you know, Reagan was a great president, but there was a bunch of underhanded dealings and backside backstreet deals and this, that, and the other thing going on. Uh, somewhere along the line, you know, and, and, and this speaks volumes for, for, for any uh, empire or 
um, civilization through history, at the end of the day, most civilizations' biggest downfall has been greed. Um, you can look back through history, and ultimately, you know, these these mighty uh, empires and stuff like that, they all fall to greed one day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, well, I mean, there was just a lot of um again, I, I'm not I'm not conspiracy guy, so um there was just a lot of um coincidences, you know, from the quote unquote plane hijackings, the the hijackers were trained by the U.S. government. Da, 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 da. Um, the the temperatures that the that the that the heat reached when the planes crashed into the twin towers. The steel beams that were in there were rated for a much higher temperature before they would burn or melt. So they think that they were either a pre-cut or there was explosives in there. And that's why the towers came down because the towers should have never come down by the planes crashing into them, especially at the height that they crashed into them. Um, yada, yada, yada. It was a way to go to war and blame the Middle East. Um, it was Bush's way of saving his face for his daddy because George Sr. got mixed up in some bad dealings and da 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 I mean, it's just so much as to why they think it was an inside job. And, you know, whether the truth will ever come out, but, I mean, if you if you look at it, then that's our government directly attacking and, 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 and a form of domestic terrorism on its own people. God forbid it ever comes out that it is, because you think the ninth is the... The January 6th insurrection was bad. <laughs> um, five dancing Israelis is what I got from what I get from Twitter about 9-11. People were throwing blame everywhere when 9-11 happened. The best thing that came out of 9-11 was for once, and it hasn't happened since. For once in a very long time, our country came together, and 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 I think I was, I was what nineteen when that happened. Um, something like that. Um, and you know, and I just I just remember like for the next several months, you know, there was no black and white. There was no this or that or the other thing. It was just a country coming together as one um, and, and, and creating some sort of unity and, and, and a bond that, that hasn't been there in our country for a very long time, if ever, let's be honest. Um, you know, you look back in the history of America, America was built on conflict and war. Um, whether it be us defecting from England and coming over here and then 
basically stealing this country from the indigenous people um, to uh, you know the, our war with you guys to, to, to declare our independence and get away from England and and then the Civil War and then slavery you know or slavery and then the Civil War and then this and that and everything else. Not the greatest history for such a young country. <laughs> JFK, supposedly an inside job, CIA. Um, uh, homeboy was, uh, John Wilkes Booth was in the CIA, CIA and, uh, you know, he that's what he was trained to do, and that's what his mission was, was to take out JFK. Um, even all the way back to Abraham Lincoln. I mean, now I've seen recent documentation as to uh, why why uh, Abraham Lincoln was taken out, and that was because, you know, you guys may not know this about Abraham Lincoln, but not only was he a well-documented vampire hunter, but he was also a zombie killer, man. He fought the zombies, and uh, old Mary Todd, she got uh, bit by zombies and was infected, and he was trying to find a cure, and, and she bit him, and it was, and I said John Wilkes Booth that killed Kennedy, and that was wrong. That was wrong. Uh, and, 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 you know, he got bitten, he knew it was infected. So he told old boy, he was going to the theater and, uh, told him, there's only one thing you can do. You got to shoot me in the head. That's what happened to, to, to Abraham Lincoln. I learned that in them, the movies, them documentary movies that I watched. <laughs> uh, We are two in the states uh, to a certain degree, um, in different stances. But um, these are just my personal opinions. You know, they're not factual or nothing like that. But I, I have always been a firm believer. I understand the American dream. I understand that in a lot of these other countries, the government suck. The living conditions are terrible. People are literally sacrificing everything to come here. But we need to close our borders because, unfortunately, there's a right way and there's a wrong way to come into the country. And why is it okay for Canada to have those restrictions and those laws and stuff like that? But in America, if we do it, then we're racist or we're this or we're that or whatever. But there has to be some kinds of checks and balance system for people to come into this country. You can't just open the goddamn floodgates because there's too many of them. There's too damn many. And, you know, now, and now with the way that our politicians are, they're using immigrants as pawns. You know, like I think fucking DeSantis just from down in Florida just sent a whole fucking ton of them a few months back up to goddamn New York as a way to poke the governor of New York in the, in the, in the, in the face. Beep. Take that, motherfucker. I just got you. Now you got like 10,000 fucking... Uh, you got an influx of 10,000 fucking immigrants in New York. What are you going to do with them? 
yeah, we are definitely um, as a population as a whole, um, not comparing to one or the other. Yes, we are absolutely a minority these days uh, in the states. Uh, we are the majority. What are, what are the? Uh, I heard this a while back. A majority minority, or something like that. But um, some some something weird like that. But we got to shut it down, man. We 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 cannot just allow immigrants to just flood our country because it does lead to a whole mess of other problems. We've already got a major homeless problem in this goddamn country. That's not going not going anywhere anytime soon, and it's getting worse every day. Now we've got an influx, or you you know every time we turn around, there's an influx of illegal uh, uh, illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, rushing our borders, and that's creating more homeless, more this, more crime, more um, you know whatever the case may be. And again, I said it earlier, we got to take care of our own house. We got to clean up our own house first. That's another kick in the dick. You got the you got illegal immigrants coming into this country illegally and then getting everything for free. Medical, housing, education. Everything. Food. And you wonder why the taxpayer, the American taxpayer is getting aggravated and pissed off. Because our tax dollar is going to that. So, you know, somebody who used to make a good living for them and their family is now struggling because they're getting taxed to death. Absolutely fucking taxed to death. Because they have to find somebody to pay for all this crap that they're allowing to happen. And that's you and me. The hardworking American citizen. And we're already paying for the welfare lazy fucks who live off the government anyway so now we have to pay for a new batch and then, and a new you know a new batch of wealth uh, of of government assistant dependent people and they're breeding people to live off the system as well so there's another reason our taxes are going crazy and welfare wasn't designed as a means of living. It was designed for assistance. Um, but people have turned it into their full-time fucking careers, man. The The future is, is um, definitely not looking good uh, at the end of the day. Let's be honest. It's a mess. Um, it's almost to the point well I mean I don't think I don't think and that's kind of the Christian conservative talking not you I'm just saying like that's that's their mantra I don't think broken homes have anything to do with it um I mean, well, let me rephrase that. Broken homes do have a lot to do with it, but I, I come from a broken home. Um, I've never, uh, since I've been an adult, I've never been on welfare. I've never used government assistance. I've always worked my ass off. 
Uh, but there is a correlation to um, to 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 broken homes, but it's not it's not the only thing. Um, it, it boils down to and 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 yes, there there you know a lot of these families are broken homes and stuff like that. But you know, there's also the cases where just scumbag people are just raising scumbag children, and 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 that scumbaggery is just generational and it's taught and it's taught um you know but i told myself when i was young because it was embarrassing being a kid and i got bullied and and, and picked on with um you know and i made myself a promise i will do everything i can to never put my kids in that situation where they you know they're you know and i don't ever want to be in that situation as an adult you know I want to be able to, you know, be be proud of what I have. Might not be a lot, it might not be nothing fancy or anything like that. But I've done it all on my own. I want to take pride in that. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it you know this this living off of welfare and, and living off the government is now becoming generational because they're being taught and they're being shown and they're and. and and they think it's okay. They're happy about it. What up, motherfucker? What up, Grace? And it's fucking wild, man. Hell yeah, man. Cheers to you, Benji. Cheers to you, brother. And here's the thing. I'll never look down on somebody who does use it for the right reasons. You know, because there are a lot of single moms or single dads out there that are that find themselves in a hard spot, in a hard situation, and they need the assistance. And they it, it's it's there to help. And they get the assistance and they get back up on their feet and then they drop it. They they do exactly what they what it's intended for. Yes, I did watch the you talk about the Niners Cowboys game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, and good on them. Good on them. Absolutely. That's what it's there for. Um, you know, hell, when, when I was down and out and moved back to Ohio, you know, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. When I, when I was down and out and had to literally start from the bottom all over again, I looked into it. But unfortunately, I was told I made too much. Now, I still had a job, but I just wanted a little bit of assistance, a little bit of help. I'm a single dad, three kids. Uh, no help. I'm doing everything on my own. And I was told I make too much money. I was making $13 an hour. And I was told I make too much money. And that's where the system is fucked. Because the system was originally designed to assist and help. Where now, the system is like a drug. And they make it to where you can't get off of the system. And you have to be stuck on it because God forbid you get a job because the minute you get a job, no matter how much you're making, they take all your benefits away from you. So, you know, you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole and do the right thing. But I absolutely child care to, to do child care. Is so am I a believer? Am I a believer in what? Um. I'm a huge fan of child care. Says I agree. 
that, that's a great program. Uh, goddamn. Child care is fucking insanely expensive. It, it, it makes no sense how much they charge per day. Per day. Some places are charging $200 a day. For what? You give them a Lunchable for fucking lunch. <laughs> you know, you give them a damn prepackaged bowl of cereal for breakfast. I mean, that right there is like four bucks, five bucks. And you get a couple snacks or whatever, and then then, then they sleep a good chunk of the day because there's nap time. You want to pay, you want to charge me $200 a day, $1,000 a fucking week? Yes. Yes. That's my remote. Huh? My remote. I don't know how you lost your remote, but it's in your bedroom somewhere. There's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> You're going to have to look for it, buddy. Is it on your dresser? Is it by your TV? Is it on the floor? Under your toys? <laughs> um, when my ex-wife and I were together, we, uh, you know, I worked the normal quote-unquote nine-to-five. And she worked weekends, third shift, so we didn't have to pay for child child care because there's no fucking way, and we made good money that we could afford it. I you know, I can't imagine single parents trying to do it. It, 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 it it's it, it's it's mind boggling. And her mom was one of them fucking people that charged charged an outlandish amount of money a day for babysitting. She even tried to charge us when we were in Ohio. Like, you can't give us some kind of discount. These are your goddamn grandbabies, and you want to charge full price? Get out your fucking mind, lady. Out your fucking mind. No, we, we scheduled it. Now the kids are older, so now it's like they can wipe their own ass and use the microwave. <laughs> Do you believe in God or a great power? I mean, I don't necessarily not believe in God, but I'm not Christian. Um, you know, much like aliens or life on other planets, I think you'd be a fool to believe there's not some entity somewhere that kind of does whatever they do. Yeah, that's... I, I just don't see the value in four... I mean... I just don't see the value in $400 a week. That's $1,600 a month for childcare. You know, and, and, and some people might not have the greatest job. Some people might be working at McDonald's and shit like that. They might be bringing home three, four hundred dollars a week. How the fuck are they going to pay the rest of their bills? Um, everything goes to child support, or child, not child support, but child care at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> like, shit makes no fucking sense. None. The value's not there. And they can't say, well, you know, we 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 do this, we do that. Well, 
uh, sending their asses to public school and they get the same goddamn education and it's free when they're old enough. Um, it's not a security factor because most daycares you can walk right in and out of. Even if they do got, you hit the buzzer and say, oh, I'm here to pick up Joey. And they're like, oh, okay, Joey. No, we're going to let you in. Once you're in the building, you know. Um, it's not like they're getting a five-star breakfast. They're not even getting like a three-star breakfast or lunch in these places. What the hell? You know, <laughs> you literally, they're, they're, I mean, you have you have 25 kids in a room to one teacher. It's a circus. I used to take care of daycares uh, when, when I was a bug guy. It's a fucking circus in them rooms, man. The teachers are so, even if you put two teachers in there, there's 20 kids, 25 kids. They're so, so badly outnumbered, man. It's, it's, it's Ringling Brothers at the end of the day. <laughs> there, is, there is no control. It's just a fucking free-for-all, man. And then when you let all them little fucking demons out on the playground at the same time, you got 10 teachers and 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 and, and 200 kids. So, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's it's you know it's 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 one of those unfortunate things that parents if, if if you can't if you can't work your schedules out or if you don't have somebody in your family that can help you with with watching kids or somebody like that it's a necessity you have to have it and, you know like I said when mine were younger my ex wife and I were fortunate enough that we could work our schedules differently to where there was no need for it. Fortunately, very fortunate because we had three kids. Could you imagine $400 a week per kid? That's $1,200 a week. Do the math. What is that? $4,800 a month? Who can afford that? <laughs> Um, uh, we're going to Coca-Cola. So I was lucky I was making good money, but, uh, but DC took it. Yeah, exactly, man. That's the thing. Okay. Hey, bro. Am I vaccinated? Unfortunately. Did you find it cash? What? No. You look and see if you can help him. Do what? I, I, somehow he lost his remote. What? Um. Get off my fucking soapbox over here. <laughs> get off my goddamn soapbox to take a little break real quick. I need to woosah over here. <laughs> The fuck is Jeff doing? Apparently, that's how pumpkin spice is made, right there, ladies and gentlemen.
No, all, in all honesty, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think the vaccine is. I think it's saline. I think it's fucking sugar water. I think it's just fucking nothing. I don't think it's anything at all. It has a placebo effect. And the people that were bought in and 100% buying into it wear their goofy-ass tinfoil hats when COVID was around and, and, and thought that COVID was the end-all, be-all. They just didn't realize there was another variation of the goddamn flu. Uh, yes, it affects everybody differently. Yes, people got fucking extremely sick from it. But the flu, it, you know, some people get the flu and it kicks their ass for, for two weeks. Some people get the flu and and they feel like shit one day and the next day they're perfectly fine. I'm not trying to downplay COVID too much, but a lot of people bought into the hype. A lot of people bought into the craziness. And I, I feel like the quote-unquote vaccines were just placebos. And people were dumb enough to buy into it. Like I said, I got it. I had to, unfortunately. Um, I was never pro-vaccine pro or anti-vaccine. I just didn't care. Um, but before I got mine, I did the best research I could. I talked to several friends of mine that were in the medical field, asked for their opinions and their advice. Um, and and kind of based my decision off of that. I couldn't even honestly tell you which one I got at this point. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but I had, you know, I got it. I had no, I, you know, I had to get two shots. I had no effects whatsoever. My arm didn't even hurt. Um, that's just me. Some people got it, and then they were sick for the next seven months. Sick. Um. But uh, no, uh, that's just me. It, it, yeah, like I said, I just I got to, I got a lot to say about a lot of things, but I really just don't let political and and, and, and shit like that really take up too much space in my in my head. You know what I mean? Um, I got more important things in my life that I actually have control over. To worry about than to worry about shit that I have no control over. I mean, a lot of people die from the flu every year. But you also have to remember, if somebody was in a car accident and flew out the windshield and smashed their face on a tree, they said they died from COVID. If somebody was hit by a forklift and died, they died from COVID. Somebody died in a house fire, they died of COVID. Um, if somebody had a brain aneurysm, they died of COVID. If somebody didn't cut their steak small enough and they choked to death on it, they died of COVID, etc., etc., etc. Because when a hospital said that they had a patient die of COVID, they got money in their pocket. So everybody was dying of COVID. So those numbers are skewed so terribly. And I know, I know they are trying their damnedest to link the vaccine to cardiac arrest. They really are. They really are. But some people just have underlying heart conditions. 
And, you know, and COVID is going to affect people differently, especially if they have, uh, you know, a weakened immune system or, you know, some kind of pre-existing problem where their immune system is already weakened. But, I mean, that's anything. And, again, just my opinions, just just, just some asshole that has a microphone and, and hosts the podcast opinion. This is not backed in research or backed by numbers or anything like that. It's just my personal opinion. I have to throw that out there. <laughs> no, I'm talking about those people who who are fallen suddenly uh, to death. I, I mean, I haven't really seen any of that. I got to be honest with you. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen CCTV just catching people dropping dead in the streets. And again, that can be edited. That can be falsified. Between AI, CGI, all the damn technology we have today, yeah, I could, you know, if I was a little bit smarter, I could pump out 4,000 videos of people just dropping dead in the streets and go, yep, they were vaccinated. Every one of these 4,000 people that just dropped dead in the streets were vaccinated. That's the great thing about the government. They don't actually have to have any proof of anything. They can just say it. And people believe it. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, they said aliens are real. Look at all these. And, and, and look, look. I mean, people believed aliens were real for for sixty, seventy years now. But the government said it. That must mean. And again, you'd be a goddamn fool not to believe that there's life on another planet or another galaxy or another, you know, whatever, because. It's so vast and unexplored and stuff like that. I mean, we're still discovering animals every day in our oceans because there's certain parts of our oceans that have never even been explored, probably never will be explored at this point, you know. But the government says it doesn't mean it's true. Now, I haven't seen any of these videos, so again, I'm, I'm just talking out my ass. Sixty-seven. <laughs> Fuck me, man. I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> How about thousands? Again, like I said, I I can I can say me personally, I've, I, you know, I, I, I got the vaccine. Nothing seems to be changed about me, um, and my, I didn't change my I didn't change my day to day life when COVID was running around. I was still working and I was delivering auto parts at the time, so I was going all over the fucking state of Ohio and I was in and out of truck stops all day. I was talking to people all day. I was around people all day. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that aliens are real. I've said it a million times. How the hell did they build the goddamn pyramids? I mean, the the, 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 the ingenuity, the, the know-how, the, the, the technology just wasn't there. And I don't see how humans did that. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, 
uh, look at Stonehenge. You know, there's there's you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that say aliens are real, and they've been around since we've been around. And you'd be a fool not to believe that there's some kind of life somewhere on another planet. It would be extremely arrogant and 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 foolish to believe that. Oh my God! All right, that I that I gotta draw the line on. And Jeff brought those up on here and showed the video. And I said, "No way! In fucking hell, will I ever believe that that is real? That them little goofy ass um, aliens." Are, are real. That shit was... I don't know. <laughs> Why? There's only one way to find out. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, hey, Plumber, you have a good day too, man. Appreciate you popping in. Appreciate you adding your two cents. Uh, I do enjoy it. That's, that's kind of the other cool thing about getting to do the show on my own. I get to hang out with you guys and and um, uh, and shoot the shit. Um. Yeah, that's 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 kind of my thing. It's just the the, the parent, and not only that, but a lot of things in history just doesn't make. It just doesn't add up. You know what I mean? Like it really doesn't. The, the math isn't mathing at the end of the day. Let's be honest. Um, but let me uh. Let me take a real quick break. Holy shit. I'll take that. I ain't mad at that. Small achievement, small goal, I guess you could say. Uh, achievement unlocked, if you will, for my gamer nerds. We have hit 7,000 replays and listens on, like, the podcast platforms that we are on. Pretty fucking cool. Not too shabby for a couple of assholes not knowing what they're doing. If I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yes mother mary ufos in the background hey 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 get them out of there all right let's uh let's get ready and take ourselves a real quick break before we do um what the hell why did i do that open up the same one uh, before we do, 
I would like to shout out some of our friends in the podcasting world. Like we always do, we got to get love to those guys out there doing things as well. Give you guys an opportunity to, to check them out as well, if you'd like. Um, you can find them on, on all the socials, um, the you, you know, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, Instagram, X, and Spotify and stuff like that. So I'm just going to kind of rattle them off real quick, show a little bit of love, starting with the with my guys, 40 Fonz and Kay Stucky in the Scumbag Lounge, doing their thing every, every Wednesday, drop a brand new episode, check them out, Scumbag Lounge. You got my guy, Dizzy, putting in the work, grinding his ass off right now because he's got a real radio job. Ladies and gentlemen, but he also hosts a podcast, the Lazy Ass Podcast. I'm really proud of him right now. Enjoying listening to him on the radio every day and getting to hear him. And uh was in for a little treat today. He was not only he was there from six o'clock all the way up until I got home today. And I think he was running into the uh into the night shows as well. So he's killing it. You can check out him, Lazy Ass Podcast, him and his crew. You got Ted Hicks doing late night parents. Doing their thing, got his panel with him. Not only that, you got uh, my man Smoke, who hosts Sunday Night Smoke every Sunday. Obviously, it's in the title. He's got his panel. They're talking their shit, doing their thing, having a good time. Tim and Gemma, they're tackling the, the heavy issues when it comes to mental health. They're diving in. They're discussing it. They're uh, trying to... Uh, Knock that stigma out when it comes to mental health. You can check them out Wednesdays, the Mental Health Hour. And you got my guy, who you're probably going to see on here Wednesday night with us, Stephen Jarvis, host of the Jarvis Podcast. Recently got his email to be affiliate for Twitch. Proud of him. He's doing big things. He's staying grinding. Check out the uh, Jarvis Podcast if you get a chance to. Tony D, former co-host of this show. Still trying to figure out what he's doing, but he's doing a fantasy football show every Sunday morning. Belt Kings, fantasy football. And then don't forget to check out Helen's Mixtape. And I think that I got everybody this time. Sometimes I forget people. Sometimes I I don't. And if I forgot you, feel free to drop me a line and yell at me. But definitely a Good group of podcasters right there. They're having fun doing their thing. And maybe you're a podcaster. Maybe you're a fellow podcaster. Maybe you're thinking about podcasting. And with that being said, I'd like for you guys to have the same opportunities and and, and the same level of easiness that we have here at Nonsensical Nonsense. And check out our good friend Zencaster. Zencaster is super easy to use. You can record your podcast with Zencaster simply by logging in using your browser, and start recording high-quality podcasts right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen, knowing. Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. We know how that goes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not only that, but you're always going to sound your best. Have you ever worried what you might sound like when you do a podcast or if you're thinking about creating a podcast? That might be one of the first things that 
pop into your head, oh my God, what am I going to sound like? Oh, don't you don't have to worry about that because Zencaster's post-production process, they're going to make you sound perfect every time. Make you sound like a true professional that you are not. <laughs> it's automatically going to remove those ums and ahs in your recording. It's also going to take away those awkward pauses in conversation as well. And it's going to set the right podcast loudness and levels. You have, um, while reducing background noise with just a simple click of the button. We all have the background noises, all of us here at Nonsensical Nonsense. We're all dads. We're all parents. We all have significant others. You know, there's always stuff going on in the backgrounds. We're not, you know, we're not bougie and shit and have full-fledged studios. So, you know, we do what we can and still try to, you know, move on. Not only that. But here's the other fear that a lot of podcasters, when you're thinking about first starting a podcast, or maybe you've already started a podcast, and you went out and you bought all this crazy-ass equipment because you thought, oh, my God, I need this, I need that, I need that, that, that. Not anymore. Those days are over, ladies and gentlemen. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform. You're going to create your podcast all in one place, and it's going to just get distributed to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Like I told you guys, you can literally listen to us on almost every podcasting platform that's out there, and that's thanks to Zencaster. Let's go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our promo code. Words are hard. You're going to get 30% off of your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. And it's time to share your story. Just crack a fucking mic on and turn the camera on and rock and roll. Zencaster.com slash pricing. And don't forget to use our promo code words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> well, with that being said, we're going to take a real quick break. I'll be back here in just a few minutes. Uh, if you guys weren't here Saturday night or if you missed it or you haven't had a chance to watch the replay or if you're waiting for me to put it up on Spotify because I'm fucking so far behind, I need to work on that this week uh, and get try to get caught up. We debuted a brand new Matt James song, Chain Smoking Whiskey. It's off his new solo album. And we're going to play it again tonight for you guys. It's a fucking kick-ass song and a cool-ass video as well. Thought it'd be the cowboy killers They put a hole in my chest I didn't watch it sin Gave up the rich But damn you still live Turns out you can hit a rock bottom Here's to your memory, that's all that I 
Nonsensical nonsense, everybody. That was Matt James, lead singer of Blacktop Mojo, with his new song "Chain Smoking Whiskey," off of his uh, brand new solo album. Looking forward to it. He's got a lot of killer songs off of there yet. Um, so far, no, we're not ending the stream yet. There, Kim Usabi, almost ended the fucking stream on you guys. Um, if you guys aren't already, go ahead and check us out on all them social medias. Give us a follow, give us a listen, and uh, if you be guys be so kind, give us a share. Head over to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. Going to give you all the links to the socials where you can follow us at, where you can join us live at Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. ish. And um, Zencaster, where you can listen to the replays. And you can also listen on any podcast platform at the end of the day Spotify, Spotify, Apple, Google. Just punch in nonsensical nonsense. Oh, holy smokes. Anywho, I'm Glick. It's Monday, so we're doing this solo shit. Uh, things got a little... Uh, I'd take a little bit of a... little bit of a breaky break. 
things got a little crazy. <laughs> things, things got a little deep, if you will. And uh, again, like I said, um, I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm not the most educated when it comes to some of that stuff. So I'm just speaking my personal opinion. I'm speaking my mind. Um, it's it's not backed by anything, you know, at the end of the day. Um, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. just over here just uh scrolling notifications real quick um hello roger good to see you as well how are you doing hopefully you had a good monday um we've been trying to get into this uh this topic now for 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 a hot minute um and every time i try something else comes up something else um so it's always something and we never get to it um i want to start this by it's my favorite time of year spooky season halloween is my favorite holiday it's my christmas my New Year's, my 4th of July, everything. This is like my number one holiday. I love fucking Halloween. Um, don't know why. It's been dog shit for the last several years. But I still love Halloween. I still have fun with it. Still trying to decorate a little bit. I uh, look forward to watching scary movies and, and you know, hopefully um, getting out to some of the local haunts, if you will, like the haunted houses, the haunted attractions, and, and, and whatnot, stuff like that. Um, yeah, we do a movie night every Tuesday. We we watch a movie. Everybody can see you back there with your belt, little champ junior. <laughs> um, yesterday, Nikki and I were had a lazy ass Sunday. First time we've had one in a very long fucking time where we didn't have to do anything. So, our being a Steelers fan, we watched the Steelers game because Browns were on a bye week. Then afterwards, we um, decided to watch a couple scary movies. Watch one movie. It's a, it's a couple years old. Really good, though. It's called Haunt. Um, what, well, baby? Oh. Um, but it was called Haunt. It's on Hulu if you have Hulu. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you're a horror movie fan. And then... Um, we watched the new Pet Cemetery Bloodlines on Paramount. And if you have not seen if 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 you're a fan in any way, shape, and or form of Stephen King, or you like the original Pet Cemetery, this brand new Pet Cemetery was fucking amazing. Definitely, in in, in my opinion, I think it's better than the original. Um, it's not a reboot. It's not a reimagination. It is a prequel to the first Pet Cemetery. Um, so, what did you do to this though? I painted GWO on it. Click World Order. 
Um, but it was a prequel to uh, to the original Pet Cemetery. Um, a little bit of a backstory. Really good and done so good, man. Uh, both Nikki and I enjoyed it so much that uh, had it not been almost 11 o'clock by the time that we got done watching it, we were thinking about watching the original. <laughs> but uh, I had to go back to adulting today. So, you know, unfortunately, I was like, ah, I don't think I got another two hours in me to, to stay up and watch a movie. I mean, probably would have... Uh, Absolutely falling asleep out there watching the movie. Um, my son's got his TV on, but no, definitely, definitely worth the watch. Both of those movies. If you haven't seen them, check out Haunt uh, on Hulu and check out Pet Cemetery Bloodlines on uh, on Paramount. Great movies, great movies. Um, Um, the, 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 the one with the mom and the apartment and stuff. Is that the one you're talking about there, Benji? I was torn because, yeah, I was torn. I liked it, but I was going into it thinking it was more of an actual sequel to the remake of Evil Dead. I didn't realize that it was kind of its own standalone. And plus, I mean, I'm old school, man, and I love Bruce Campbell. And, and, and those those three Evil Dead movies that Bruce Campbell did, that's, that's, that's what I was, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting, but I, I was kind of hoping there'd be some of that kind of old school nostalgia feeling to it. They just made a horror movie, man. They just they just made a uh, let's let's call a spade a spade uh, with the remake and with the second one. They just made a gore movie, a gore movie. Um, now, granted, the original Evil Dead had a lot of ridiculous, unnecessary blood and and goofy gore, but. Um, So yeah, but I, I I enjoyed both of them, um, and and then you know I loved Ash versus the Evil Dead, the television series. I thought that was fucking great. That was that was that was kind of what I was looking for with these last two movies. Is what we got in that television series, Ash versus the Evil Dead. It was the 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 cheesy ass one liners, the unnecessary amount of blood. Um, you know, they're not necessarily showing the straight up gore factor. It's just like, you know, cut a head off and it'd be like a hundred gallons of blood, you know, <laughs> it's just, it, it, and it's Ash, man. It's Bruce Campbell. So, um, but, um, no, like I said, I liked it. I was just kind of torn. I didn't know how I really felt about it. I was looking more for like a sequel from the from the remake that they did a couple years ago, which was I thought was really good. 
I thought they did a really good job remaking the movie. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think he's that's that's I mean, that's what he's known for. That's that's and Ash is a beloved character and the in the horror community community. Um, yeah, I can. It's just hell of the king, baby. Excuse me, but um, I'm actually just—I actually just recently started rewatching the TV series. I wish it would have been more than three seasons, but you know, I'll take the three seasons we got. Um, I thought it was cool. Um. But see, like, like horror—that's my genre, man. I, that's that's my favorite genre of movies. We've talked about it before, and you know, we've definitely talked about it on the show a million times over. Um, that's that's just kind of my—that's that's my world, you know. That's what I—that's what I really enjoy. But I brought up the the, uh, the the horror aspect in the movies, and in particular the movie Haunt, um, because as I said, it's. It's that time of year, you know, the, the haunted attractions, the haunted houses, uh, you know, that you get you go to and you, you know, get to get scared. So we uh, we decided we're gonna there's a local place here, Jail of Terror. Um, and then we're gonna go to Columbus Fear. What is it, baby? Huh? The haunted house in Columbus. What is it? Fear Columbus? Yeah, Fear of Columbus, which I've never been to. Like, I can't hear you. I'm not paying attention. So if you want something, you gotta ask. I, I, I literally did. Um, but it's supposed to be a really good one. Uh, uh here in here, here in Ohio, we're gonna go to those. I think next week. I think next weekend or something. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because I love those places, man. They don't really like scare me, scare me. They're just fun. I, man, I, right? You know, Bruce Campbell's getting up there. He's getting old, obviously, but but who's he going to pass the torch to? I mean, that you can't really create, in my opinion, you can't create another edge. You can't, you can't You can't just find a guy and 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 all of a sudden you're the new Ash. You know what I mean? He, he's gonna, you know, like Pablo would have been great in the show or something like that. But you know what they're fucking gonna do? Anyway. One of my other favorite movie franchises in the horror world is, and it's a bit dark and twisted, and it's fucking, it scared the hell out of me as a kid, like. Nightmare on Elm Street didn't scare me. Friday the 13th didn't scare me. Halloween didn't scare me. I grew up watching these. The Child's Play didn't scare me. You know, Puppet Master, none of those things. None of, you know, Christopher Walken scared the fucking hell out of me in The Prophecy. Let's be honest. That man scared me for a very long time in my life. But the one movie that had me fucked up, and I love this franchise. Yeah, which is okay. Just just kind of carry the premise, you know, carry the premise. 
uh, to a certain degree. You know, do ash properly if you have to. If you have to kill them off, just do it properly. But um, fucking Hellraiser, love the Hellraiser franchise. Fucking love it. I didn't realize that they had remade it. Um, I had heard, you know, a couple years back, there's some rumblings and some grumblings that they were going to reboot it, redo it. Da, 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 da. I seen last night when we were looking uh, for movies to watch after we got done watching the first movie. But they did redo Hellraiser, and I was like, hell yeah, man, let me check it out. Exactly, and I think that's what they did with the new movies. At the end of the day, that that's that that new movie, the new one, it was just a matter of, uh, that's the book is the main character. You're 100 right, man. You're 100 right. But they redid Hellraiser, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me watch the preview. And I'm watching the preview, and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I like it. I like it. I think I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna dig it. And then they showed Hellraiser. Pinhead, sorry, not Hellraiser. Pinhead. I changed the box a little bit too. You know, whatever. Cool. And they show Pinhead. I'm like, God damn, Pinhead looks fucking small. A little flash. And they show Pinhead again. God damn woman playing Pinhead. <sighs> Completely unnecessary. Not scary. You lose all scare factor that at that point because you're not imposing. You're 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 four foot tall. You're not imposing. You're not scary. You're basically Chucky at this point in time. Um, completely fucking bummed, man. I was so bummed because Rachel Hellraiser was a scary dude. You know, he wasn't the biggest, but he was tall and lanky, and hey, you know, you don't. You, you, You don't have to ruin a good movie just because you're fucking woke. You all did it with Ghostbusters. You know, all female cast. It was fucking trash. You did it with the Oceans fucking whatever. That was a fucking trash series anyways. Oceans 11, 12, 13, 73, 64, whatever. Woke fucking Hollywood, man. I don't want me to sound like a fucking dickbag. Because there's been plenty of uh, women in horror movies that are fucking badasses. I mean, the, the 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 horror genre would not even exist if it wasn't for badass fucking women. Final girls, man. Fucking badass chicks that beat the hell out of the killer in every movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, Nancy, um, from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, you know. Just. don't have to do a gender swap when you remake a movie just because fucking peer pressure from goddamn social media. Man. That's not scary at all in any way, shape, or form. If this dainty little five-foot, hundred-pound pinhead came at me, I didn't. I don't give a damn if you got supernatural powers from the goddamn devil himself. I'm going to slap the shit out of you and move on about my business. <laughs> You're not scary. You're a horror movie villain. You're a monster. You're supposed to be scary. Nothing scary about that woman. 
the chick that played in the original Hellraiser movie that there was a there was a whole character that was made. That chick was scary. Now they got some fucking. member of a certain group of alphabet warriors that plays this character. And it's just like, you turn the symbiotes, the Cenobites or whatever, into, into you know, fucking alphabet warriors, man. Get the fuck on. Get the fuck on. God, <laughs> Stop ruining our movies. Just be creative. Make something new. <laughs> I mean, there are some pretty badass women that I I would, you know, you put Gail Gadot or Godot in there. You can put Ronda Rousey. I know she's already been in one. You can put uh, the chick from uh, from uh, um, Deadpool when she was in The Mandalorian. She was a former cage fighter. You, uh, you can put her in there. I mean, there's some badass chicks out there that you could make a, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know, they put fucking Jennifer Aniston and and, and fucking uh, Sandra Bullock and um, Angelina Jolie and, and just uh, non-believable tough, tough actresses into a. No, no, it's a midget pit. <laughs> I don't think we can say midget, can we? <laughs> Just like, well, dwarves are not even allowed to play dwarves in movies anymore, apparently. That blows my mind, too. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at, a, at an all-women expendable cast if if they got some legit badasses in there, because there are a lot of legit, uh, what's her name from the Fast and Furious movies? Uh, you know, uh, Mila Jovovich, uh, Allie Larder. I mean, there's some badass fucking chicks out there that you can make an Expendables movie. But no, you're going to make me, you're going to force feed fucking Sarah Jessica Parker and goddamn, uh, uh, what's her name? Julia Roberts. Only thing scary about them two bitches is their fucking horse teeth. Not woke enough. You won't go. <laughs> What's that? Hold on. What's up? What about two thousand seventeen? <laughs> I mean, okay. We <laughs> better hope nothing goes wrong on that because that'll be a fortune. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Like I said, I, I, I'll, i Hollywood. Okay. As long as I can spray paint free hugs on one side and free candy on the other. 
I mean, listen up, Hollywood. I put together your all-female cast of Expendables. You're welcome. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> if you give me more time, I'll think of more. Uh, fucking, uh, 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 what's her name that played uh, Black Widow, MCU? Throw her in there. You can throw... Uh, the mom from Black Panther, I can't think of her name either right off the top of my head. Just throw Pam Greer in there just because. You know, Pam Greer was a badass back in the day. She could be the old wise one. <laughs> I gave you a cast, and I made it diverse, too. Yes, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Benji. <laughs> I couldn't think of her. I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence, but... I mean, as great as Jennifer Lawrence was, and uh, and 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 and, uh, and the X Men as as a young Mystique, and and she was in those Hunger. I just don't buy her tough. It's like fucking Tyrese, man. Don't I don't buy that. I, Tyrese is not the tough guy to me. Calm down, baby boy. You're never gonna live down the fact that a you pranced around in your panties in a Tony Braxton video, and b you got punked out by fucking Snoop Dogg, bro. <laughs> Shit. Quentin Tarantino is the director. You know fucking Samuel L. Jackson's gonna be in it, and probably Kurt Russell. I'm in. I'm already ready to see Expendables 5. <laughs> I am fucking in. Uma Thurman. Uh, yeah, throw her in there. She's a badass too, man. Lucy Liu. There you go. Get Lucy Liu in there. We, we, we have successfully casted their movie. And as a matter of fact, we're already working on six for you, too. <laughs> um, and it's a nice, diverse cast. It's not a whole bunch of old white guys. It's, it's a female, diverse cast. I'm just saying. We, we, we've got a hit. Teach Hollywood. What? Night. Night. Love you. <laughs> well, yeah, you gonna throw wrestlers in there. You might as well throw Nia Jax, Tamina. Um, if they put Charlotte Flair in there, it's over. Don't fucking put Charlotte Flair in anything. I can't fucking stand Charlotte Flair. Jesus Christ, how far is her daddy's name gonna fucking take her? Terrible on the mic, terrible in the ring, just all around fucking boring. <clears throat> yeah, if you went into the wrestling world, there's some there's some badass chicks that you can get in the wrestling world. Just how good can they act though? That's the thing. I take that back. Look at the cast of the Expendables: Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, Mickey Rourke, <laughs> you know, uh, Jason Statham. Not not guys who are that are typically known for their amazing acting prowess. Like you know, they. <laughs> but who's the bad guy or the bad woman? Uh, 
I say Jamie Lee Curtis and and Emma Roberts. I can't stand Emma Roberts, but she's kind of a badass. They could be the bad, the bad guys. Like Emma, Emma Roberts is like the premise that you see at the end after Jamie Lee Curtis is defeated. And that sets up the premise of part two. <laughs> or six. Jamie, there's no denying Jamie Lee Curtis is a badass, but it'd be really cool to see her play a bad guy too. I'm trying to think. Throw everybody for a loop and make Melissa McCarthy a bad guy. <laughs> and if Melissa McCarthy's in it as a bad guy, Jason Bateman has to be her partner. Because <laughs> those two are awesome together. It'd be a nice little uh, 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 M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong style twist. Melissa McCarthy, of all fucking people, as a bad guy. Trying to think of, um, you know, like I said, Ronda Rousey's already been in one, but she would be a good bad guy. I'm just throwing shit at the wall, Hollywood. Feel free to, feel free to uh, pick and choose if you'd like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how the hell did we even get all this goddamn subject? I'll tell you how. <laughs> Excuse me. See, I told you. I've been trying to get to a subject for like two weeks, three weeks now. I always get sidetracked, but uh, mm. see, tell you what it is. I'm not. Uh oh, uh oh, I thought I lost my feed for a second. Um, Probably not properly hydrated. That's why I'm bouncing all over the damn place, ladies and gentlemen. Proper proper functional hydration is essential. You gotta be hydrated to get through your day-to-day -day activities. I had a lot of a lot of squirrel moments, and it's probably because uh, you know I, I'm not getting my I'm not getting my hydration right. And when I need to get hydrated, where else do I go other than Liquid IV. Why? Because it is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And at the end of the day, 
Their hydration multiplier is the one product that I'm missing in my day-to-day -day routine, let's be honest. <clears throat> and the great thing about liquid IV is it does come in these convenient uh, packages that you can literally take anywhere uh, and, and put almost anywhere and carry them with you so you have them. And all you got to do is mix it with a bottle of water or a tumbler full of water and give it a little shaky-shaky. But not only that, but it's got a lot of really kick-ass fucking flavors. Seaberry, uh, strawberry lemonade, concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, uh, passion fruit, guava, just to name a few. I mean, my personal favorites are strawberry, uh, golden golden cherry, and, and, and probably the watermelon. And, you know, I really enjoy those flavors. Uh, but not only that, but one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water. It's going to hydrate you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. You got five essential vitamins in that bad boy. Three times the electrolytes of those leading sports drinks that we're paying way too much for. And it's made with quality ingredients. Non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. So you guys are going to be ready to go. It doesn't matter what your diet says or dietary restrictions or dietary needs. You're, you're good to go with Liquid IV. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use our promo code WordsAreHard at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WordsAreHard at liquidiv.com. Holy shit. <laughs> you're, you're all good, Benji. You fit right in. These days, Hollywood would make women transvestite lesbian. Well, you know what? They're out there. Ah, <laughs> uh, they might. They might. There's like 30 plus flavors. Uh, but trying to stay on schedule here. Let's take another real quick break. Um, let's play some more Matt James, shall we, off of his new album. Oh, Matt James, lead singer of Blacktop Mojo. You guys can check him and the band out on YouTube, all social media, and wherever you stream music, at Blacktop Mojo or at Matt James. Go show him some love. Love, no, we sent you. And let's do Runaway. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. Yeah.
Found he covers up so much But her pain, it just wouldn't touch So she doubles up Backseat loaded up with every dance Running those light lines out of town for your holes right there. Hopefully you guys enjoy that song. Go ahead and check them out. Uh, go ahead and check out Matt James. Check out Blacktop Mojo. I love um, that we've turned so many of you guys on to uh, Blacktop Mojo and you guys are listening and, and enjoy when we play their music. Uh, that was kind of the goal. Um, you know, I play a lot of artists that people don't necessarily may or may not know. Um, Maybe they're not signed yet. Maybe they're working on being signed. Maybe they're just grinding it out. And, um, you know, we're basically doing the same thing. And if we can get a couple more ears on some of these bands and, you know, some of these, some of these bands you guys might like, some of these bands you guys might not like, not everything's going to be uh, be a home run. But it's all about networking and helping people grow at the end of the day. And I love music. I'm such a uh, – I'm, I'm such a – music junkie man that i'm all the time finding new artists and, and new bands and and stuff like that. it's just a matter of reaching out and getting permission because i don't want to play music without permission because that's kind of a scummy thing to do um but welcome back to nonsensical nonsense everybody hopefully you're enjoying the show tonight it's a chatters box led adhd fueled type of show tonight but we're having a good time if you're not already go ahead and Give us a follow on them social medias. Head over to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. It's going to give you all them links. The Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days and Tiki Taki. Not only that, but you can come and hang out with us live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. ish on YouTube and Facebook. And yeah, we're on Twitch too. And that's on there as well. And then you can listen to us anywhere, anytime on Zencaster, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts at. And don't forget to check out our sponsors. Links are there. Don't forget to use promo code words are hard when you do. I'll save you some money and get you all taken care of. Um, bourbon or whiskey? Drink you enjoy? Um, I was always a whiskey guy. I don't drink a lot of liquor these days, to be honest with you, Benji. I mainly just drink beer anymore. Babbling about whatever I want to babble about because it's my show. And I can, Tony D. Uh, yes, it does. And not unless, um, not unless Jordan Love gets injured and Josh Jacobs or whoever you have from the Raiders has a shitty night and A.J. Dillon goes the fuck off, which is probably not going to happen. Uh, but can't win them all. Started out 4 0. That's a good strong run. <laughs> and I picked up my third win in a row in uh, Belt Kings. So. I dropped him in fucking Belt Kings and picked up Miles goddamn Sanders because Jonathan Taylor's coming back and Zach Moss isn't going to be used. <laughs> but I still managed to pull out the win because if you look at my roster of belt kings, it's all Rams and 49ers. <laughs> and I almost got a win in my league. They fucking benched Purdy. They benched McCarthy. I was down by, by like 50 points or 60 points going into last night's game. And I had the San Francisco defense and then I benched fucking uh, McCaffrey, not McCarthy, McCaffrey and, and Purdy in the fourth quarter, and I wound up losing by 14 or 15 points. I was so goddamn mad. I was so mad. <laughs> but I got Cam's ass. Cam was, Cam was probably feeling pretty good up until the Sunday night game last night. I, I snuck out a win there. So I ain't mad. Four and one. Not doing so hot in my league this year, which slightly bummed out about, but my league is tough. My league is tough. I think most everybody is sitting around three and two, two and three. We got two people that are were undefeated. They're sitting at four and one, but most everybody else is is um two and three or two and or three and two. So, but we got money on that league this year. So that's anybody's that it's still up in the air. It's anybody's in my in my league. Podcast League. Um, I think you and I are the top dogs in that one. So, golf sucks. <laughs> yeah, Brian's 4 0 in your league and 0 4 in the Podcast League. Do the math. But, um, anyways, answer your question, Benji. Bourbon a slash whiskey. I like both. Uh, more of a whiskey guy, but uh, like I said, I don't drink a whole lot of liquor these days. It's very rare that I do, um, unless 
Nikki convinced me to, convinces me to do shots. Typically, just stick to beer. Um, I used to drink whiskey like it was fucking going out of style. That's what fucking happened to Justin Jefferson. In my league. No, not in my league. Yes, wait. No. The podcast league. Fucking Justin Jefferson and Brandon Ayuk, and I and then I fucking put goddamn Terry McLaren in the flex spot because they didn't know what was going on with Cooper Cup. And I was like, uh, Cup's first week back. I'll go ahead and see what happens. And had I put him in, different outcome. Because it was either a Uke or Jefferson that I would have had to drop or put down on the bench. And either one of them would have been fine on the bench. But Jefferson got fucking hurt, so. Squash that shit. That's all right. Like I said, got my third win in Belt Kings. Third win in a row after starting 0-2, so I'm rocking and rolling. First lost in... First loss in uh, in the podcast league, and then I got two other teams. Um, four and one with one, and two and three with the other. And the only reason he beat me is because fucking DJ Moore. Who would have goddamn thunk that DJ Moore would have gone off for fifty fucking points? Um. But the Bears sacrificing Dick Buckus for a win worked out. <laughs> but anywho, anywho, fantasy football, football talk. That's a good thing about Mondays. I usually start to throw out Monday with a little NFL recap, a little college football recap. Yeah, you know, kind of just dabble a little bit into the fantasy world, just mainly the injury implications and Shit like that. Was hoping to have fucking Barkley back this week. That didn't fucking happen. I was hoping to have Jones back this week. That didn't fucking happen. <laughs> Just a fuck. Yeah, baby. Can I what? Give me some Bailey's over an ice cube. Just one ice cube? In what? Now, last time we went down this road, <laughs> I got yelled at. A little bit over one ice cube. Okay. Over one the funny bone glasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be right back. I'll play this again just because it's right there. I got to go make a drink. Speaking of drinks, I'll be right back. Enjoy a little Matt James. Chain smoking whiskey.
I love that song. God damn, I love that fucking song. Sorry, I had to go make a, a beverage for the, the missus, if you will. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, just because I host a podcast does not mean that uh, future husband and dad duties are, are ever over. <laughs> Priorities. Sometimes you got to throw up a little music and uh, take care of shit. You know what I'm Speaking of dad duties, <laughs> I'm going to double check with my little knucklehead. Do you need your math homework? Yeah. What? Uh, Why? Uh, you better do it. Uh, do it tomorrow. When? I'll do it tomorrow. When? When you're in the car, when you're asleep. Don't you have to turn it in tomorrow? Hmm? Mm. What? No. Do you write your spelling words? I already did those. Anywho, <laughs> um, like I said, I've been trying to get into this uh, topic, and I started, and I tried to like slow roll into it. Then we started talking about casting a new all female version of uh, the Expendables, and you know, just kind of you know went down a whole a whole other ass fucking wormhole, which I do appreciate, Benji. Trust me. Um, your 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 commentary and your two cents is uh, greatly appreciated. As always, you fit right into the uh, right into the mix, and 
exactly what we enjoy out of the cheer, not the cheaters box, the chatters box is uh, the interaction and and um, the conversation and and and, and sometimes even 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 that includes uh, you know letting you guys take a hold of the steering wheel and uh, it's probably not always the best idea letting the chatters box take the steering wheel, but <laughs> sometimes it's 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 a fun time nonetheless. But um, yeah, I was trying to slow roll and and lead into this conversation. Well, when I was telling you guys that Nikki and I watched that movie Haunt last night, which is basically it's a like a haunted house, a haunted attraction, um, um, and then it, things take a very bad turn for the worst. Uh, but not that these places do that. But I told you guys, you know, a couple of weeks back that I found a list, and it's the uh, top haunted houses in uh, in the U.S. ranked by Yelp reviews, uh, and these are like not. Not not like your haunted houses that you see on Ghost Adventures. These are the places that you go and they got the actors and everything like that set up. And, it, and it's a it's a it's a pretty lengthy list, and it's one of those lists that we can kind of uh, you know break apart and um, because we got listeners from all over the place, and maybe you might be in the area, and. Um, Maybe it's something that you might want to check out. Maybe it's something you never heard of. Like I said, I've never been to Fear Columbus. Uh, always wanted to go, never been. But I grew up going to Haunted Hoochie. Um, now it's called Dead Acres. Probably one of the top haunted attractions in the state. Uh, people come from all over to go there. They've got concessions set up. Back in the day, they used to have a stage where they had live bands performing while you waited in line. You could get food. You can get stuff to drink. They had multiple uh, uh, themes throughout the um, throughout the attraction, and super fucking scary, man. Like I said, typically these places don't scare me. Uh, I'm not that asshole that goes through going, oh, they're going to jump out right there. Uh-oh, they better not. I know you're there. Oh, you can't scare me. I'm a tough guy. But not scary, just fun. I enjoy them. Um, and if they do scare me, well, then yeah, that, 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 that adds to the, uh, to the enjoyment. So... I came across this list a few weeks back, and I thought it'd be really cool because, again, our listeners, like I said, you guys are from all over the place. You guys are all over the country. Some of you guys are all over the world. Um, but this is this one's for the state side. This one's for the Americans. Um, you know, this one of these places might be uh, not too far from you, and if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. Uh, but it's a list of 100. I'm not going to run through all 100 of them right now. We're just going to run through a handful of them. But um, it's, uh, it's an article by Far and Wide. Uh, so if you want to um, check it out for yourselves, uh, go ahead. It's farandwide.com and see top haunted houses in the U.S. ranked by uh, Yelp reviews. And this came out last October, so it's not something that's 10, 12 years old. This just came out last year. Um, <laughs> I love what like the like the uh, writers just feel the need to just add goofy shit, but. Uh, Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. If you don't know what that's from, A, you're probably extremely young, or B, we shouldn't be friends and you shouldn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> it's all about having fun, exactly. So it says if you're into thrillers, 
thrillers. See what she did there. Uh, you have been counting down the days until the haunted houses, mazes, and attractions reopen in time for the Halloween season. Some haunts are better than others. So we've turned to Yelp reviewers who love jump scares to tell us which haunted attractions are the best in the U.S. These are places given between three and a half and five stars and come with warnings to leave little kids at home based on their star ranking and a number of reviews. We've ranked them leading you to the scariest haunted house in the country. Ready to scream? These attractions are guaranteed to give you a fright. Excuse me. Uh, coming in at 100. Talon Falls Scream Park. Uh, Melbourne, Kentucky. The best haunted house I've ever been to. Worth driving 100 miles for. Tip, it is a dry county, so bring your own pint of fireball. Carlos of uh, Marion, Arkansas. Got a little link if you go to this uh, website. Uh, there's a link with each one of these attractions um, to where if you want to go, you can get your tickets far and wide.com. Um, says uh, bring blue sky vibes to your fall picnic with the lasting coverage of the Krylon Chalky. Whoa, whoa, that's an actual ad. Never mind. I'm stupid. Um, folklore Haunted House in uh, Ackworth, Georgia. Uh, Tony D, that's down in probably your neck of the woods. Yelp Review says uh, they came from Louisville, Kentucky, on our way to Gainesville. Upon Googling best haunted houses in Georgia, we were recommended to Folklore Haunted House, and man, were we glad we came. It was $27 for three haunts and worth every penny. The owner, upon learning we had come down from Waverly Hills, where we work, even came by to say, hey, a great crew makes a good haunt, unforgettable. And folklore was certainly that. JR from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. You got the uh, Haunted Mines in, uh, in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I think a lot of these places, just the name alone kind of gives you... A little bit of an idea of what you're dealing with when you go. Um, and they're followed by Yelp reviews. Uh, this was an awesome haunted house. You're definitely going to get your money's worth out of the whole experience. That lasted about 45 minutes. That's pretty cool. That is a very long haunted house. Uh, most of them, you're, you're, you're like... A half hour or so, 20 minutes, you know, it doesn't, uh, they don't seem like they last a super long time. At the end of the day. But um, that's pretty cool. Nice old 45 minute haunt right there. Uh, special effects were truly haunting. The makeup on the uh, characters was eerie. At one point, we had Dawn on 3D glasses. Whoever created this haunt house, haunted house definitely had some really cool nightmares. Take your family, your friends. Da -da -da, I don't know. Creepy Hollow Haunted House in uh, Rosaron, Rosaron, Texas. Rosaron, sorry, Texas. I'm trying. <laughs> Um, Addison D. of Richmond, 
Texas wrote, wow, I literally just made a Yelp account to write this review. I was blown away not only by the amazing effects and actors, but by the amazing staff. They made the experience so much more fun. We came pretty late, and they didn't at all rush us to leave, and we shared a lot of laughs, so blah, blah, blah. I want to kind of just scroll through here. That's 96, 90, 95, 94. All right, coming in at 93. I'm going to look through here. I'm going to see how many Ohio hunts get on this list uh, just because that's my home state. Uh, you know, as we go through, guys, go ahead and hit us up on social media. Let us know what state you're from, and uh, I'll go through and I'll, I'll try to hit up your guys' states as well. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to find Ohio. We got uh, coming in at 93. The first one from Ohio on the list is Factory of Terror in Canton, Ohio. Uh, Lisa C. of Akron, Ohio, which is basically right next door to Canton. Awesome. Excellent actors. Special effects. So many surprises here. Very well organized. Highly recommend buying your ticks online so you won't have to wait in line at the ticket window. We bought online, and we're glad we did, in my opinion. It is the best haunted attraction in the area. Love the mechanical creatures, theatrical performances of the actors, and special effects. Um, if you don't have a lot of time, by the fast passes, you'll be able to get through in just over an hour on a Sunday night. That's time, you know, uh, wait time in line and everything. And again, that sounds like a pretty quick haunted house to get through. Uh, depending upon how busy it is. If you're waiting in line for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you got a half hour to get through, maybe 20 minutes to get through. I like the, I like the, I like the haunted attractions that to take you a hot minute to get through because the scares just keep coming, man. The, the scares just keep coming. Uh, it's Florida, California, North Carolina in the building, California. Pennsylvania, Mama's old stomping grounds. Tampa, I know about Halloween. Orlando, Alabama itself is a haunted house. It's, Alabama itself is a terrifying place. Louisville, Kentucky. Just uh, like I said, I'm just kind of scrolling through here. I'm going to see. I'm going to hit up the Ohio ones here uh, tonight. See if there's any more from Ohio. I can't believe that the, that Canton one is uh, is on the list. We're coming up into the uh, 60s. Waverly Hills. I want to go to Waverly Hills so bad, y'all. You have no idea. I not 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 to the haunted attraction. I just want to go. To Waverly Hills, much like I want to go to the Penhurst Penitentiary, I want to do like a tour and a overnight stay. I don't know if you can, but I want to because it's like two super fucking like real haunted. I'm, I'm really big into the paranormal. Uh, I would love to stay in those places overnight, just just because. Um, yes, I'm weird like that. It's my cup of tea. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't fucking judge me. Yes, some bitches. Um, 
But I mean, there are stories for days, like the Winchester Mansion. I want to go visit the Winchester Mansion, and if there's any way possible, I would love to stay the night in the Winchester Mansion. Haunted House number two from Ohio, Canton's neighbor, Akron, the Haunted Schoolhouse and Laboratory. Uh, Brian J. from Traverse City, Michigan writes, even though their sets are detailed immaculately, it is still a very old school haunted house vibe, which I love. Some of the high-tech haunts nowadays go over the top that it just feels, doesn't feel authentic anymore. The haunted schoolhouse and laboratory nails the authenticity, old school haunted housing at its finest. Bada bing, bada boom. There's Ohio number two coming. The second Ohio haunted house coming at number 51. But like I said, I would love to go to the Winchester Mansion. Um, I'd love to see the Laurels Plantation. I think that's the name of it. Um, there's a lot of places in, in this country like haunted, quote-unquote, real hauntings. Uh, not your, um, not your uh, haunted attractions like this. That I would love to go see and uh, spend the night in. You know what I mean? Just, just because. Pennsylvania's got a couple on here. Maybe we'll do Pennsylvania next for uh, for the for the future wifey. Um, the um, what the hell is that damn ship out in California? Not that I ever want to really go to California, but uh, there's another pay pay one. All right. Um, but I'd like to go see that ship as well. That boat, whatever you want to call it. The third one coming in on this list of 100, coming in at number 32, the Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, John H. of Cincinnati wrote, uh, you have no idea how good a haunted house can be until you go to Dent. The makeup is amazing. The props are authentic. And it's difficult to tell what is real and what is not real. That's a big, big, big thing in haunted houses because some of the props just look so damn big. Man, come on. What are you guys doing? That's huge. That was uh that was the dent house the dent schoolhouse in Cincinnati, Ohio, coming in at number 32. That's the uh third one on the list from Ohio. Getting into the top 20. Rolling right on in uh paranoia horror. Paranoia Horror Maze has several locations, but I wonder if it's like a like a franchise type thing. Pittsburgh, PA coming in. PA coming in again. Man, PA is getting a lot of love on this list, y'all. A lot of love. Why on the list? All right, all right. Laurel's House of Horror, Laurel, Maryland, the Bates Motel in Pennsylvania. Oh, man, we're in the top 10. Is an Ohio house going to make the top 10? It's not looking like it. Nope. Hey, Nope. 
PA got lots of love, but there's no. Now, I will speak from personal experience. If you ever get the chance and you're in the central Ohio area, definitely check out Haunted Hoochie. Dead Acres, definitely worth it. Fear Factor or Fear Columbus, I'm going to check that out next week. I'll let you know. But I've heard a lot of crazy things about um, about uh, Fear Columbus. I'm looking forward to it. I believe it's in the old state hospital slash prison slash insane asylum. So, <laughs> yeah, a building has some history to it, ladies and gentlemen. I think they might have moved it. I can't remember if they tore that building down, but the original location, that building had some goddamn history to it. Uh, it was it was, uh, it was, was a few different things. So, I mean, there's probably some real haunts um, in the said haunted house at the end of the day. Just saying, let's be honest. The great thing about doing lists like these and doing articles like these is when you do them and as you get down to the bottom or as you're scrolling through, you get links to other articles that, for me, strike my fancy, tickle my, you know, tickle my fancy, strikes my curiosity or whatever. And I just came across this list. Uh, I don't want to get into it tonight, but... um, It is scariest urban legends in every state. And this literally just came out. Um, yeah, so like, I mean, literally right at the bottom, just rolls right into another, another freaking list. And, um, you know, it is that time of year. We, I, uh, Sometimes doing these is fun, especially when when a couple that when the guys are here, or Jeff's here, or a newbie's here, or something like that. Because the reactions that you get are phenomenal. Um, you know what? I got twenty minutes. Let's 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 do a couple, shall we? They're in alphabetical order. Let's let's do a couple and see what you guys think. You know, see what you guys think. Watching the replay, go ahead and let me know. Let's do a couple of these bad boys. I'm already in the zone. You guys ready to ride with me? The scariest urban legends in every single state. Urban legends, they can be scary. They can be creepy. They can give you the willies. Every state has tales that span generations uh, about ghostly encounters, unsolved mysteries, and murders. That are so realistic, you don't want to be alone at night. What are some of the creepiest urban legends across the country? We examine the legends from each state that will give you goosebumps. Now, I don't know if these are more, because literally I just came across this. I haven't even read through it or anything like that. It just popped up. Uh, Typically, urban legends um, are based in some truth. I think these are going to be more ghost stories, which kind of urban legends are ghost stories, but urban legends are also as, you know, we've done this before on the show. Uh, you know, the, 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 the guy with the hook hand, the, the, um, the escaped serial killer, uh, you know, lover's lane type shit. Um, 
the babysitter who's getting crazy phone calls at uh, at night. Uh, and she calls the police only to find out that the calls are coming from in the house. Uh, the co-ed who comes back to her dorm and she thinks that um, her roommate is hooking up with her boyfriend only to find out the next day when there's a note written on the glass and her roommate's blood on the mirror or whatever, uh, aren't you glad you didn't turn the lights on? Because they had an unspoken rule. If you come home and you know, I'm with my boyfriend, don't turn the lights on, you know, type deal. Meanwhile, her roommate was being fucking murdered. Uh, or the little girl who thinks her dog's laying on the side of her bed and she puts her hand down and and the dog always licks her hand before she goes to bed. And then she wakes up the next morning with a note written on the glass or on the mirror. Uh, humans can lick too, you know, that, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff is, you know, your typical uh, tales of urban legends that, that, that we know and that we've grown up telling and sharing. And everybody has a, a friend of a friend of a friend whose cousin this happened to. Uh, you know, the urban legend of the girl driving home at night from whether she had one too many to drink at the bar, she got off work late, or she studied too late as she was driving home and there was a car behind her and the car kept riding up on her ass and flashing its high beams and honking his horn. And it was freaking her out, right? And she tries to speed up and get away from him, but he catches up and hits the lights and hits the horns. And, you know, and finally she pulls into her driveway and the truck pulls in behind her and she jumps out. And she runs to the house screaming. Meanwhile, the guy in the truck jumps out, barely has time to throw his truck into park. And he jumps in the back seat and he yanks the fucking serial killer out of the back seat. And the reason he was honking his horn and he was, he was blaring, he was, you know, Flashing his high beams was to scare the killer that was hidden in the young lady's back seat. Urban legends, they tell, tales that are scary, but also tales of warnings. There's a meaning, there's a moral behind every urban legend. You know, you don't go to Lover's Lane late at night, otherwise the, the, the hooked hand killer will get you. Uh, don't go park out somewhere late at night and, and make out with your boyfriend, otherwise the serial killer who escapes the insane asylum is going to kill you. Um, etc., etc., etc. They go on and on and on and on. And I love this stuff, man. I I eat this stuff up. I fucking love it. You know, like this is like my world. You know, um, you know, uh, the guy who goes to the bar and meets a little girl who's way too hot for him, and she, he gets hammered and he wakes up the next morning in a bathtub full of ice, and his one of his kidneys are missing. <laughs> you know, if you're a stranger in a new town, don't believe every pretty girl you see. You know, type of type of stories like that. I think these are more of a, a of a urban legend style ghost stories. But let's let's see what happens. I got uh, I got a few more minutes left in the show. Let's dive into a couple of these, and um, you know, we can always dive into them some more down the road. Uh, starting out number, uh, or the first one on the list here, starting where, like I said, they're in alphabetical order. I think they're in alphabetical Yeah, they're in alphabetical order. We're going to go ahead and start out in Alabama with the Dead Children's Playground. They just got a real quick little synopsis or a little, real quick story, I guess you can say. Not synopsis. Um, the uh, Huntsville, Alabama Dead Children's Playground. In Huntsville, Alabama, Maple Hill Cemetery uh, is a playground. Why is there a playground in a cemetery is beyond us. That will give visitors the heebie-jeebies, hear swing, swing on their own, 
and people have photographed and reported orbs and ghostly figures. The cemetery was founded in 1822. And legend has it the spirits of the children entombed here come out to play. One, one YouTube video shows a young girl swing alongside empty swings that are also swinging. It is completely bone-chilling, even if they are rigged, even if the swings are rigged. And there's a picture of said young lady, and you can see the swings in the picture that are actually swinging along with her. Um, we're going to get a lot of this tonight. We're gonna get a lot of this from these stories. Hell no. Come on, wait. To the no, no, no. Come on, come on. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Oh, do the now, now, now. <laughs> um, coming in next, all the way up there by Cantonadia and just across the street from Russia, if you will, Alaska. And apparently, Much like the Bermuda Triangle, Alaska has an Alaska Triangle. Although the Bermuda, although the Bermuda Triangle gets more fame, Alaska has its own triangle. This vortex is filled with magnetic energy and objects, including airplanes and people, are known to vanish without a trace. Now, this triangle, just so you guys know, to give you a little, a little, um, it literally goes right through the state. Starts down by uh, Juno. One corner is by Juno. You got your top corners up by Anchorage. And uh, your other corner is going to be um, basically, it looks like we're, I don't even know how to pronounce that, but it says borrow in, in, in parentheses. This goes right through the state. Uh, this is 1972. A plane carrying then U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs went missing. Despite a month-long search involving 90 planes combing 32,000 square miles, not a single remnant was found. Ever since, more than 16,000 people have entered the vortex and never returned. Um, and as I said, the Alaskan Triangle can be found between Anchorage, Juneau, and Barrow. But perhaps there are prettier areas of Alaska you would like to enjoy. So, I mean... This literally goes through like the middle of the state. So there's no way of going from the east side, basically Canada, of Alaska and getting to the west side without going through the Alaskan Triangle at the end of the day. Um. Kind of puts a damper on your Alaskan uh, trips and shit like that at the end of the day. Because I mean, like you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything in Alaska. 
without going through the train and having to worry about that. Let's uh, let's just call a spade a spade, uh, shall we? Don't. Yeah, we're looking through the train. Don't. I'm doing a solo show. You're like, give me the three. Oh, I started the show. Well, who thought that? Yours? No, it's not. Yes, it is. What? That air is awesome. I just fell into the uh, into the goddamn Alaskan. <laughs> Sorry for the dead air. Uh, the skeleton key. I never really liked the skeleton key. Um, check this out. You know, Arizona decided to jump into the mix here with the. And I don't think this is just an Arizona thing. Maybe it's just their biggest thing. Skinwalkers. Uh, who wouldn't be terrified of encountering a creature? believed to be human that can transform into a dog-like animal and move on all forms. Um, the legends of uh, the legend of the uh, skinwalkers comes from the Navajo people of Arizona and it is said these shapeshifters are medicine men who have been lured to the dark side and can travel as much as 200 miles a night terrorizing anyone they encounter. The Navajo say that just talking about a skinwalker can bring its evil to your door and skinwalkers have even been used as defense in murder trials. Um, if you've ever watched the documentary Skinwalker Ranch, it's everywhere. Um, there is such a weird combination of the paranormal, aliens, and cryptids, which is what a skinwalker's basically considered as a cryptid. Um, going on at this ranch. Um, but, uh, you know, basically they kind of summed it up right there. You know, skinwalkers are, are humor are humans with the abilities to transform. I think Stephen King has a movie called skinwalkers or something like that, where they turn into cats. Uh, <laughs> good movie, but, uh, nonetheless, um, I 100% believe in, 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 the, in the cryptid world. Skinwalkers uh, also from uh, from um, indigenous people, uh, lore, folklore, history, whatever you want to call it, the uh, Wendigos or Wendigos. Um, that's a, a wonder if we'll get into it on this on this list. That is a fucking wild ass type of creature. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch is wild, man. Wild, dude. I, I I stumbled upon it one afternoon, and I was fucking locked in. I was watching everything. I'm like, God damn, there's all kinds of shit going on in, at this fucking ranch. I mean, it covers everything. Um, anywho, uh, the uh, Arkansas has got uh, Highway 365. The, uh, the highway between Conway and Pine Bluff, Arkansas, has many tales of hitchhiker hauntings. Every state, probably every city, has their ghost stories of the hitchhiker who you pick up and you take her home. And then when you get there, she's gone. And maybe you pick her up and you give her your coat. And then when you get to the house and 
she's gone out of the car and you go up to the house and the mother answers the door and says, oh, that was my daughter who died 40 years ago. And then you're like, no way, you know, it seems so real. And you go to the cemetery and the next day and at the cemetery the next day, your jacket that you gave her to keep her warm because she was obviously cold is laying on her grave or it's hung up on her gravestone type deal, shit like that. Uh, most of the legends tell a tale of a teenage girl caught in the rain, cold and wet. It is said a man stopped to give her a ride, getting out of his car, put on his coat, put his coat around her, like I just said. Uh, when he got her home, he wanted to open the car door. She was gone. He went to the door, and the woman answered. When he explained what had happened, she said her daughter had died in an accident years ago, but hitchhikers, but hitchhikers home, hitchhikes home once a year. Whether the story involves a man, a woman, or a child, all have the same result. The passenger gone and a story of a ghost returning home annually. Although, why does the ghost need a ride home if it's a ghost? Isn't it getting to travel wherever you want? One of the perks. Every state, every city probably has that tale, has that story, so to say. Kind of like your crybaby bridges. Uh, distraught mom throws her baby off the bridge. Baby drowns. Baby cries. Mom kills herself. You go on the bridge at night. You hear the baby crying. Railroad track, school bus full of kids, dies on the railroad track. School bus driver is not able to get the bus started, and all the kids die. Well, if you go to said railroad tracks, put your car in park, turn your car off when a train is coming or when a train is not coming, depending upon what the story is, your car will automatically start to roll forward. And when you get out of your car and you look at the back of your car, there will be a bunch of tiny little handprints on the on the hood, every every state has them. Every state has that story, has that tale. Uh, it's the ghost of the dead children that died in the train accident um, that are making sure nobody else gets hurt. Type deal. Every state has them. Every like literally, yeah. You know, I think I, I think in my area that I am, we've got two of each story. You know, uh, California. Oh, we're into the seas. Um, Dark, the Dark Watchers, seven-foot-tall phantoms wearing capes and wide-brim hats while carrying walking sticks, have been found in Central California's San Lucia Mountains. Writers including acclaimed, acclaimed John Steinbeck and poet Robinson Jeffers have even referred to the Dark Watchers or Los Vigilantes, Oscaros, Oscaros, sorry, um, who appear in indigenous cave paintings. Uh, it is said that the figures watch from the mountains, but if you attempt to get close, they will vanish into thin air. We're 100% fine with them disappearing if we spot one. But what are they doing? Are they just watching over? Are they just making sure everything's calm, cool, and legit? They're making sure nobody's doing anything they shouldn't be doing? Or are they there as a warning? It is California. Man, I'm California. Kind of notorious for mudslides, wildfires, earthquakes, this, that, and the other thing. I'm going to scroll down through here, get to Ohio, and that'll be the last one for the night. And then we will be back Monday night, or Wednesday night, sorry, this is Monday, for a brand new show. Yeah, really nice voice.
<laughs> nice. I do love this story. Uh, out of Ohio, where this is going to be the last one. I'm going to wrap the show up tonight. Uh, Melon Heads. The urban legend of Melon. In Kirtland, Ohio, Dr. Crow performed scientific experiments on children who lived in an orphanage. No evidence of this doctor exists, but the story still continues to spread. In the tall tale, the children lost their hair, began to mutate. Dr. Crow also injects fluids, fluids into their brains, causing their heads to become larger than normal. The children finally had enough in an uprising, murdered Dr. Crow, and burned down the orphanage. Now the woods of Ohio are filled with these mutated children who live in the wild and have become cannibals. Um, and for whatever reason, as they've lived throughout the years and whatever, and, and, and bred and, and inbred and, and whatnot, uh, they're little people. And they all have giant heads. So little people and giant heads seems to be somehow a birth defect based off of the experiments that Dr. Crow um, did to them. Lasting effects that get passed down through generation to generation, I guess. I have no idea. I'm not mad at that, but that's a real dumb urban legend to pick from Ohio. I'm just saying. I mean, damn. I mean, damn. Anywho, we're going to wrap the show up for tonight. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate you guys hanging out. We'll be back Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch for a brand new episode. Jeff will be back. Jeff will be hanging out with me. I believe Stephen Jarvis will be hanging out with us as well Wednesday night. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, he'll be making his uh, reappearance, I guess you could say. Come hanging out with the boys, doing what we do. Don't forget to go ahead and head over to bio.link slash nonsensical nonsense. Follow us on all them social medias. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. Use our promo code words are hard. And you can listen to us anytime, anyplace, Zencast or Spotify, and everywhere you listen to podcasts at everything is all nonsensical nonsense podcast. Give us a follow, give us a listen, and if you'd be so kind, give us a share. We greatly appreciate that. Before we go, I do want to ask you guys, are you tired of these energy drinks that are not paying off? They're not giving you the energy and the focus that you need. Maybe they're leaving you feel a little jittery. Maybe, almost guarantee, you're going to get a crash just a very short time after you finish said drink. Well, if you're tired of those energy drinks and you're tired of them not living up to expectations, it is time, my friends, to wage war on big energy. And how might you be able to do that, you ask? Go see our good friends at W Energy, W.GG, if you will. Plenty of flavors to choose from. Not only that, but some really cool fucking merch as well. Place your order. And before you check out, make sure you use our promo code Words Are Hard. And I will get yelled at if I don't play this because Jeff is so proud of himself. Oh, that kind of cut off a little bit early, but all right. <laughs> there it is.
it is. W.GG. Wage war on big energy. Use our promo code words our hearts. Save on every order. Get your energy back up. No jitters, no crash. With that being said, I'm going to wrap the show up tonight with another Matt James song off of his new album. Let's do Wait It Out. Go ahead and check out Matt James and Blacktop Mojo on all social media, wherever you stream music, at Blacktop Mojo, at Matt James. Go show them some love. Check out them tour dates because they might be coming to a town near you, and you don't want to miss it. So here's Matt James with Wait It Out. There might be rain on the rooftop I'd give anything for the clouds to break The weatherman says that it won't stop The same shade of green just a different day well, I'm going crazy, stuck in this house Climbing the walls and screaming out loud There might be rain on the rooftop Trying to wait out Hope I make it through the night Damn, it's really coming down I ain't really safe inside They say the will fail eventually But in the meantime, my mind is my worst enemy I'm praying for this hell to win Still stuck in this Trying to wait it out The bottom fell out when you stormed off I ain't seen the sun since you drove away I'm trying to find where we got lost But I know now it won't change a thing So I'm cussing this downpour to
Yeah, buddy. It's a good way to end the show right there. A little Matt James for your ear holes. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. Shout out to the Chatters Box. You guys are awesome, as always. Until next time, remember, life gets hard from time to time, ladies and gentlemen. It fucking sucks. Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you're questioning some decisions. Just always remember, WWNND. What would nonsensical nonsense do? <laughs> and then depending upon how you're feeling, do what we would do or definitely don't do what we would do. Whatever it said, be good or be good at it. Goodbye, motherfuckers. Who knew? Who knew? Gotta get this. Bye. Hit the bye. <laughs>